Join Ian Garvey as we uncover the hidden marketing stories that shape our world. Reveal the latest marketing tactics that will shape the future and the amazing people that grow organizations, movements, and businesses. Learn to grow your business and shape the world around you. Welcome to the Garlic Marketing Show with Ian Garlic. And yes, it's Ian, not Ian. That's marketing too. All right, we're gonna, on this Garlic Marketing Show, we're going to talk LinkedIn lead generation. I've got Haraj. Haraj, say hi. Uh, uh, from uh, leader two, we're going to talk about what's working right now. We're going to talk about their qualification process. So you get sales qualified leads, highly qualified sales leads, not just marketing leads that burning your time. Um, if you should use automation, you shouldn't, there's only one time you should, they'll talk about that. Three keys to getting the right people on the biggest mistakes being made in LinkedIn outreach, the big LinkedIn changes coming soon and some of the unusual industries uh, besides digital marketing that can really benefit from LinkedIn lead generation. But before we get started, this is brought to you by videocasestory.com. One of the best pieces of content to get out there are customer stories, not testimonials. You should be putting video case stories all around your LinkedIn. We can help you collect, craft, and deliver those to your LinkedIn. Go to videocasestory.com. And so let's talk LinkedIn for digital agencies. We have a lot of digital agencies using LinkedIn, trying to figure out how to use LinkedIn using it wrong, getting frustrated because they're getting people spamming them. Before we do that, is LinkedIn still working? How do you, how well do you see LinkedIn working for people? Well, I appreciate the question, Ian. And before I even answer that question, if you don't mind, because I think I lost that moment where I was supposed to say, hey, thanks for having me on this show. So I'm literally, and by the way, I'm really honestly happy to be, uh, to be on this uh, on the show, let's say with you, and I appreciate that. And uh, whoever is not aware, Ian is one of those guys who is not just saying, you know, yeah, let's do something, get forgets about it. But he's one of those guys says yes, and he's been being very proactive about it. So, thumbs up for that, respect for that, and uh, kind of jumping back to your question. Yeah, LinkedIn is working, but you are absolutely right. It's getting actually somewhat, let's say, harder to do business with LinkedIn or through LinkedIn to use LinkedIn as a lead generation source because so many people are using it right now and especially starting from, let's say, the start of COVID type, you know, let's say time period. Uh, I mean, CXO level people are getting literally bombarded right now on LinkedIn. So is it working? Yes, but of course, like in any other business, you need to adopt a bit. You need to be, you know, a bit careful what's going on in the market. What are people discussing? What are people complaining about? And just adopt according to that. So one of our, let's say, client types or one of the client groups is digital marketing agencies and like specifically like we have been discussing before this. And there are, uh, whenever I go just too long, just let me know. I'll just cut it short. Oh, keep uh, going. Yeah. So whenever uh, we're talking about what's really working right now, as of right now, it's really the mix of inbound and outbound strategies, meaning you do outreach to people but you are not being spammy, of course, you are not being pitchy and you are not trying to sell. Actually, this is the new way of social selling, we can call. Uh, and the second aspect to it is the content content strategy part. Because if you are not providing value right now in 2022, 20, uh, you are literally losing a lot, a lot here. Because uh, like I was actually making even a comparison between last year and this year my lead sources and uh, are they inbound or outbound? Right now, 55% of my e leads are inbound leads. So that's how important it is right now to you know make sure you have really good inbound and outbound strategies together and kind of mix them around. 
Okay. And you know, what kind of success are you seeing right now? Well, how, like, tell me about the types of leads that are coming through the door for your clients. Uh, well, the, the clients for, for my, uh, let's say the clients for my clients or the leads for my clients are uh, really different. Uh, but because we are talking about uh, like digital marketing agencies, they all go specifically with with this domain. So they are looking for, um, let's say, mid to large size, anywhere from 50 to 200, 500 employee size, uh, let's say, uh, companies. And of course, they're, let's say, the leads are either CMOs or C, depending on the size, of course, or CXO level, like CEO, founder, co-founder, GM, managing director, et cetera. And uh, they are looking for companies who, who really want to improve their SEO or build, do some uh, backlink building, et cetera. Um, and just to be very clear, we're not, not talking about MQLs, meaning like they just you know, signed up for a newsletter or they just you know, put their email down for something to download something. But we're talking about sales qualified leads, meaning these people really have the problem. They really want to talk about it and they, they want to really find a solution and are ready to talk. Right. So this is the type of people we are trying to get for our clients for digital marketing agencies. Uh, and if I recall correctly, you also asked about the numbers or what can be expected right now. It, well, I, I'm really, uh, really trying to be honest here because not really trying. I'm being very honest right now because uh, depending on the company, the results may differ. But the main thing is I'm talking about the average numbers. You should, you can, realistically speaking, after maybe two months of or one month of you know prospecting, meaning you are testing some messaging out, you are you know doing some experiments, it is more than realistic to get like 15, 20 uh, book conversations, sales qualified conversations per month per business. So this is I think considering the average you know B two B closing rate of twenty five percent, meaning per month you are getting anywhere from you know three, five, six customers, paying clients. So these are the results that usually people are expecting from us. Nice, nice. I mean, and that's that's fantastic for most people because it's targeted, right? And I think the big difference we we're talking about, you mentioned it, marketing qualified leads versus sales qualified leads. There's a huge, huge difference because you are picking out who you want to talk to versus just taking whatever's coming in, correct? Well, absolutely. And uh, I'm really happy you brought this up, uh, Yeah, because... Uh, I'm pretty proud of our, let's say, uh, two or three way of qualifying, steps of qualifying, because we never use automation tools. We use real people for doing the process. And the very first stage of, I mean, besides just putting the filters in the sales navigator, right? Everybody can do that. But what we actually do on top of it, a real person screens them. Let's say out of the 1,000 prospects, our agent will screen maybe 200 prospects, which are really a good fit, right? And mm -hmm. after that, we will start the process. We will start to call, uh, let's say, start discussions with them and try to get into, you know, uh, into really meaningful conversations with them. As soon as they reply to us, we also qualify them further. Meaning we have a set of questions per business. These questions are not, you know, just copy paste questions, but these are really questions which we decide together with the business owners, right? Uh, let's say three, four qualifying questions. And after they have passed successfully all these questions, only at that time, we qualify them as sales qualified leads and, you know, hand over the lead to, to our clients. So this is actually besides filters, sales, sales navigator filters, we do real physical, I mean, logical uh, screening, and then we go with the qualifying questions. Yeah. And 
I think that's important because a you want to have a quality relationship by the time you talk to them, correct? Because it's like if you're just bothering them and hitting them up and spamming them using these automation tools, even if you get on a, a conversation with them, it's just not a quality conversation, is it? Absolutely. I cannot even add anything to that. You just made it there. Yeah. <laughs> you know, and I think the reason I want to talk to you about this is you're showing it's working, but I think, and also not using automation tools is an important piece because I think it's automation is great if you're selling a widget, but if you're selling a 20, 30, 40, $100,000 service, you need to be personalized, don't you? Well, uh, I hope I don't get banned from LinkedIn for this, but my advice usually whenever people are kind of asking me when to use automation tools, because I, I have to agree, I mean, those tools are great and they are saving a lot of time. And to be really frank, those tools are much cheaper than real people than to have a hire a real person to do the job, right? Uh, but the only case I would advise people to use such tools, if of course applicable, is whenever they are just starting their journey on LinkedIn, actually, right? If they are, have a really brand new profile, they have like 10 connections, they don't care about losing their profile, etc. But like, uh, take take my, my profile as an example. I have close to, I think, 10,000 uh, really high quality connections. The last thing I want to do is lose my uh, access to my profile, right? Because this is really a good network of really good people, influential people, and people I'm really in good relations with. Uh, so yes, automation tools are good, but you need to be very careful with those. And especially, I mean, really the bottom line is for myself, whenever you have a, already some you know, network in place, you should just kind of exclude it from your tool list. You, you really donate it. It's much better to find somebody on Fiverr, Upwork, whatever, just a virtual assistant, hire them and do the job, but don't kind of do it with the tool. Or they can hire you. I'll be honest, you know, I'm, we're working with you and it's, it's relative, please don't raise the prices on me. It's relatively inexpensive and you can go, we'll put a link to your LinkedIn profile. Someone can contact you, talk to you. It, it was a great conversation talking with you. It's super easy. It's not super salesy and I'm not getting bombarded, which I appreciate. So now if someone wants to do this themselves, what are the keys to great, you know, to making this work? What is working right now to really get in front of and get the attention of the people that you want? Well, you only answered that in like five hours or really like. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I know there's, there's subtle pieces, but what, where's a few of the things that you feel are working really well right now to get the attention of someone you want? All right. Well, uh, most importantly, I mean, you're probably not expecting me to say this, but go with the optimization of the profile. If you are, if, if whatever, whoever you are and watching this right now, and you want to say, okay, I'm writing it down what I should do. The first thing is to optimize your profile. That's number one thing you want to do. Because my very first client for, for this specifically, for this business was just an inbound lead. And he just, I think, searched for B2B lead generation. My profile popped up. That's it. Two or three days later, we got the first uh, contract. So optimize the profile. Really uh, target, very laser target your audience, your bio avatar, who you want to go after and send daily 20 connection requests because you cannot go more than that, right? Uh, and whoever accepts, don't ever pitch these people, please. I mean, this is the last thing you want to do. Just <laughs> try to start good conversations with them. I think we got the same way with you, right? Like a while ago. So, I mean, it was really non-pitchy. We never tried to sell you anything. Just really start a conversation. If something, I mean, comes up along the way, perfect. If no, at least you know you're not ruining your network. And 
The third critically uh, component to this, let's say, successful strategy is to consistently post uh, content on LinkedIn, high quality uh, content on LinkedIn. This is a bit tricky because it takes a lot of resources. I can clearly understand that, but uh, this is something that builds up, I mean, as you, as you move forward, because you cannot just post something on LinkedIn and expect it to, you know, uh, to get clients from it, let's say within the first week or two, two weeks or whatever. But if you are thinking long-term, let's say three months to six months minimum, this is one of the best things you can do right now. So profile and really laser targeting, no, no pitching and daily, like sorry, weekly minimum, like three posts per week. It's a pretty simple strategy. I mean, I know in one of those things, it's simple, but not easy. Creating high quality content, you know, constantly reaching out, uh, not pitching and seeing the results is tough. Um, so tell me, you know, what, you know, with the big LinkedIn changes, you know, LinkedIn's making it harder to connect to people. What are some things that you're seeing people really do wrong and why are they failing with LinkedIn outreach? One of the, well, I probably, uh, I would say three things. The first one is uh, they are really, they want the results yesterday. They are mm -hmm. starting today to want something, you know, yesterday to have happened. So this is something we need to clearly understand. If you are talking, you are thinking about short-term, LinkedIn is probably not the best place to go. Just go to keep, just do some PPC or whatever you want to do, but not really LinkedIn organic. That's number one. The second problem is more of a technical problem. I see with a lot of people, they don't have a clear follow-up process and they don't really have a CRM system in place. Especially if we are talking, like you said, not about widgets, like, you know, but we're talking about really high ticket offers. Let's say your offer is starting like 50K plus, right? If you don't have a CRM, clear CRM system in place, I mean, you are losing literally minimum like 50% of your sales there. That's the other thing. And the third challenge I'm really noticing is the consistency because people are getting motivated. They are like, yeah, hell yeah, let's do the content. They're doing it for maybe three weeks. All right, four weeks maximum five weeks and that's it they're like oh it's not really working i'm not gonna do this this is not for me but the reality is it starts working because you just you know if you keep keep going that's the only secret sauce behind it yeah i mean the, the secret sauce it, and it's once again it's simple but not easy it's like it's having the time doing it doing it correctly being patient but it's it's those things that always win in the end so you know in in I see it time and time again, where people, the biggest winners are the ones that have that long-term strategy. I mean, like you said, if you can do PPC, you can get leads right away, but these are super targeted, high quality leads. And you can reach pretty much anyone. I mean, I know, I mean, a year or two ago, I reached someone at a Fortune 50 company that was like three from the top. And we had a conversation just by having conversations with people. It's crazy. <laughs> um, but, you know, you're doing it at scale. Um, and by a scale, I mean, you know, if you're in 10, 15 of these high quality conversations a month and following up with them properly, you're doing well. Um, where do you see the future of LinkedIn going? You know, is it going to be one of these things that continues to work really well? Or do you think, I mean, obviously you're in the business, so you're thinking it's going to work well for a while, but what's, how is it going to change? How can we plan for the future? 
Well, I mean, this is not just assumption, but LinkedIn is really heavily rolling out the uh, content creator program. They are even sponsoring some of you, as long as I'm aware, because I'm not sponsored in any way, but they are sponsoring some of the creators so that they create more content. And so there is a real lack of uh, content on LinkedIn. According to the latest the research I, I managed to find, only 1% or 1.2% of people on LinkedIn out of 200, uh, sorry, 820 million people are consistently placing content on LinkedIn still. So they have a problem with that. Uh, but the, so the idea is they will keep pushing for more creators to, you know, to merge. But the second kind of trend I'm really seeing, LinkedIn at some point in time, maybe not not really this year, maybe even not next year, but eventually LinkedIn will, you know, make you pay eventually to, you know, to promote your content. That's what mm -hmm. they're trying. But right now, uh, and well, it has been like this for a while, but especially right now, it's the perfect timing to do something because before it's too late, right? Yeah. So if people are really kind of, you know, thinking about LinkedIn saying, maybe I should try this. I always tell people the best day to start working on it is today or maximum tomorrow. That's it. Nice. And we're talking about, you know, I, you know, we have a lot of digital marketing agencies working with us, but who else do you see? Are you, who else are you having success with, with this strategy uh, of LinkedIn outreach and connection? I would say, well, marketing agencies you mentioned, uh, IT SaaS, well, IT in general, but I try to go after IT SaaS specifically because it's more interesting to my, for, for myself. So IT says another one, digital design. Well, it's kind of inside the digital marketing agencies, but I kind of have them like a separate type of clients who are doing digital creative design. Uh, also business coaches and business consultants. These are the type of people. And uh, also one very strange group of clients I have, well, I think I told you about them, is the healthcare, which I never thought I would do, but we're having pretty good, uh, let's say, results with healthcare industry. You know, it's funny because I've told a lot of people in healthcare that they need to be there and I don't do it. So, but I'm like, I thought I saw an opportunity there. And, you know, because if you think about it, to me, it's really logical. But why do you see what kind of healthcare is working for you? Well, uh, the ones we have done are private clinics. They are, you know, they require different type of, let's say, leads. One of them is requiring doctors to be, you know, contracted. One of the other one is more legal services. The other one is like more patients. So the point is uh, all of them, I mean, and literally the why I started with healthcare because uh, this kind of girl calls me one day and she was a referral actually from a client I had. So I told her clearly, you know, I have never done this before in my life. So if you want to, like, you know, give it a try. I'm more than happy to do it, but I've never done it. Just like, yeah, let's do it. So we, we shook hands and we started and it was, uh, I mean, up to now, I'm not going to lie up to now. I'm not even targeting like healthcare. Like when I do outreach, that's probably a stupid decision, but still I'm not doing it. Yeah. Uh, but I mean, that, that worked just perfectly well. Well, I think like, I think there's a huge opportunity for healthcare providers, you know, especially high-end healthcare providers. If you're an esthetician, or, you know, med spa, or, um, you know, you're a high-end private doctor. There's professionals on there with money that really care about cosmetic dentists. You know, it, there's professionals on there that want to spend money for their health, right? They have disposable income and they realize the value of health. I like, I know I do. And, you know, there's all this business noise 
but healthcare is such an important part of it. And, and like, I was talking to one, you know, a hypnotherapist and how it can improve performance. I think there's such a huge opportunity there for those people and working with someone like you, I mean, for, you know, two, $3,000 a month, all they need is two patients to pay for it for the lifetime. Cause a lot of these patients spend 10, 20, 30, 40, $50,000 with them. I think it's, and it's to me here, you know, I'm, I'm not just trying to sell you. I'm just telling healthcare people. Cause I told, you know, this, there's so much noise. If someone in the healthcare industry reached out to me and actually someone did and said, Hey, we've got this healthcare program. I'm like, Oh, this is different. And I really care about this. I'm not, it's not lead generation, et cetera. So um, that is awesome. And I think there's huge opportunities there and you're doing it right. I like the fact that you're not burning someone's LinkedIn profile. You know, because I had that happen to me once where it's like we hired someone and it just, blech, and it embarrassed me. Um, so let, uh, talk to me about working with you. By the way, I, I noted down the healthcare, so I should probably do the trial. I'll share the link. So how it's working with me, uh, to work with me. Well, first of all, when I want to really clarify when I can be of help, right? So my clients are usually having three types of issues where I can help or things that need to be improved. The first one is, People are clearly realizing that LinkedIn is, is a goldmine. They need to be there, but they, have, they either don't have any knowledge or they lack the resources. So they just clearly need someone to take care of it. So we're providing a complete turnkey solution, right? So we have like two, two weeks of preparation. And after that, we are all, let's say, by ourselves. And we're just talking to the client whenever the ladies heat it up. Everything is ready. They're ready to take the call. The second thing, is, second, let's say, type of, uh, type of clients is whenever they do have maybe two, three calls per month, but they need some improvement in terms of numbers, so they cannot really improve the numbers. So we are here to help and get these the two, three calls to maybe 15 calls, for, for instance. And the third widely spread option is whenever they have, let's say, 15, 20 calls, but these calls are nowhere close to being qualified or self-qualified calls. So in these three types of, uh, let's say, cases or scenarios, uh, we are more than happy to have a chat and to you know, see how we can help. Uh, we, and uh, kind of returning back to your question a bit, how it is to work with us. Well, first of all, we signed the NDA because I do not ever tell the names of my clients like publicly, that's number one. Uh, and after that, we usually take about two weeks, uh, let's say anywhere from one to two weeks on average 10 days preparation, where we to discuss the buyer persona, USPs, we come up with the script, we come up with the content strategy, uh, the funnel, how the CRM pipeline going to look like. It's all the technical parts, right? So after two weeks, usually our clients are getting uh, every two weeks, if we're talking about content plus outreach, they are getting two weeks of content. They are just reviewing, commenting, et cetera. And for the next two weeks, they usually don't hear from us, which is a good sign. So we just do whatever we have agreed to do. Uh, we have a dedicated person who is doing the outreach. We have a dedicated person who is the content writer, the graphic designer, and the project manager. And I'm usually 99.9% .9 of the cases, I am trying to be the only point of contact if the customer wishes uh, for my clients because they don't want to talk to too many people. So I'm always the responsible and the uh, person, the decision maker in the company. Awesome. Awesome. Well, we'll put a link to your LinkedIn in the sh uh, show notes. I really appreciate you being on Harach and talking about LinkedIn. We're gonna have you back as things change. Uh, but you can go, you know, check Harach out on his LinkedIn founder of leader two and, and uh, super responsive 
super great company. I highly suggest if you're thinking about LinkedIn outreach, you know, my biggest thing too, is it's quality that won't burn your LinkedIn profile. Because my LinkedIn profile I've had for 20 years almost now. And it's so important to keep it high quality and keep your connections happy. So Raj, thank you so much for being on the Garlic Marketing Show. Uh, yeah, and I really appreciate you having me on the show. This is a wonderful opportunity. And uh, I really enjoy doing, you know, any, any, any kind of business with you. And uh, really, thanks for this. You have a good one. And uh, let's keep in touch. Yeah. And uh, thank you all for taking Raj and I on our journey. It's been Iron Garlic and the Garlic Marketing Show. Video. You know it'll make you an authority. You know it will get you more leads, better leads that close faster and spend more with you. And video stories will help you be remembered and connect with those perfect clients. The problem is, where do you start? Storycruise.com is the place to go. It's like a film crew with an S. What's your strategy? Do you do it yourself? Do you hire a videographer, an agency? Do you need an editor? How do you know if they really know your business and how to make videos for business that work? The answer to all of this and more can be found at storycruise.com. It is the place to find the latest video marketing strategies, the best gear for your business, as well as videographers, editors, and agencies near you that are trained in video storytelling for business. Go to storycruise.com slash garlic to get special insider info for listeners of the Garlic Marketing Show including special access to several of my courses, including my case story course. Go to storycruise.com slash garlic to get a whole bunch of special offers just for listeners of the Garlic Marketing Show. Whether you're looking for a videographer or to do it yourself, go to storycruise.com slash garlic to get started today. That's it for the Garlic Marketing Show. If you want to get the inside scoop and the latest techniques, make sure to follow Ian Garlic on Facebook.